Blessings to Israel presents Discerning the Times, a program committed to encouraging you to view current events through the lens of the Bible. Now, in honor of the one and only true God, the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, please join us for today's program. What we obviously draw from this is that it will become a crime, a capital crime, to be a Christian. And it will become a crime worthy of death to hold to Christian values in a godless society. And religious freedoms will be removed as it relates to Christianity. Mark it down. There is no other implication to draw from this. To be a Christian and to stand for Christian values in the last day will be a punishable offense in the courts that will lead even to death. And do we not see before our very eyes the changing of a culture and the changing of a society before our very eyes? Welcome to the program where we discern the times by viewing life through the lens of the Bible. So glad to be with you today. And as you heard Pastor Stephen Lawson say in that opening clip, we see society changing before our very eyes. And unless you've been living on a secluded island cut off from all communication, you certainly see it and feel it. And that is what we are going to talk about today, because there is an animated series that has recently launched that has a lot of Christians concern, including yours truly. So the Walt Disney Company, through its FXX network, is releasing an animated sitcom series called Little Demon, which a film industry website describes this way, quote, 13 years after being impregnated by Satan, a reluctant Laura and her antichrist daughter, Chrissy, attempt to live an ordinary life in Delaware, but are constantly thwarted by monstrous forces, including Satan, who yearns for custody of his daughter's soul, end quote. So you heard me right. This is a series called Little Demon in which it is about Satan having impregnated a woman and she gives birth to Antichrist. All right. According to One Million Moms, the show carries graphic violence and nudity and makes light of hell and the dangers of the demonic realm. One Million Moms goes on to state that the series is introducing viewers, including children, who might stumble across the series to a world of demons, witches, and sorcery. Along with the demonic activity of the series, the minds of young viewers will also be inundated with secular worldviews that reflect the current culture. So folks, this has a lot of people concerned again, including myself. So I want to share with you today some interviews from various individuals connected to this series and what we need to do as Christians when it comes to it. So I want to begin by sharing the cast of this show, Little Demons, they are being interviewed and it begins with one of the main characters by the real name of Audrey Plaza. She plays the mother, Laura, and she's speaking on paganism. I love uh, that we are normalizing paganism. Um, Laura is a pagan. She's a witch. She's jacked. OK, so there you heard. I mean, right off the bat, she is happy of the fact that society according to her is normalizing paganism and while she's sitting there speaking she's actually holding a pitchfork as representation of satan 
And she again is saying she's glad about this, that paganism is being normalized. Second Timothy chapter two, verses one through four speaks about the perilous times that are going to come in the last days. And it states, but know this, that in the last days, perilous times will come for men will be lovers of themselves, lovers of money, boasters, proud, blasphemers, disobedient to parents, unthankful, unholy, unloving, unforgiving, slanderers without self-control, brutal, despisers of good, traitors, headstrong, haughty, lovers of pleasure rather than lovers of God. And we certainly see, folks, with this picture here that is coming out, this animated series, we see this on full display. Despisers of good as they are glorifying paganism. They are glorifying Satan. They are glorifying Antichrist. And so another one of the main characters in this series is Danny DeVito. He plays the character of Satan. So here is his words concerning working with his daughter on this film. That's that's a special thing. The fact that it's in the family that Lucy's producing and also starring in it and with all these wonderful people around me. But um, so I I really enjoy working with Lucy. We always have. And uh, in this instance, uh, as Satan, it's it's really wonderful to see. Uh, you know, our relationship, I really want to be with her all the time as a real dad anyway. And in this situation, well, in this situation, I'm, I, you know, I picked a really, really wonderful, sexy, outrageous, smart woman to have my baby with. And, and, uh, and I, I just feel like so wonderful that she is understanding and allowing me to be with my daughter and have a relationship, even though she's hidden her from me for 13 years. Okay, folks. So you hear the lighthearted manner in which they are talking again. This is Danny DeVito. And he's speaking of his real life daughter, whose name is Lucy. And she plays the role of antichrist. And he's saying how wonderful it is to work with her. And you, you hear the laughter that is going on from those that are around the cast. And again, it's, it's not as if this is a, the type of thing where someone is playing the role of Satan in a Christian movie um, in order to to show people how to overcome evil. But this is a film in which uh, a sitcom in which they are, again, making light of making fun of Satan and the Antichrist in hell. And so it's, it's very troubling. Now, the interview goes on to talk to the creator. So I want to share with you what they have to say concerning the idea behind the show. Yeah, no, so the show started as this idea about this woman that had a cursed womb. Um, and, you know, once she had sex, she basically would give birth to the Antichrist. And we decided to propel that story to a different place where it was actually starting at her giving birth to the Antichrist. And she had this tryst with the devil. And at first she was even younger when we first came up with the idea. It flash forwarded to like five years later. But we eventually found that 13 was like the best place to kind of center the story uh, just because it was like the most thematically rich area to yeah. kind of go into. And like we're all we're just all huge, huge horror nerds, you know, everything from like you know, I ever, I don't know, village. I haven't thought about the village of the damned. I don't know why I thought of that one, but whatever. Suspiria, you know, uh, revenge, 2017's revenge, great one. And uh, yeah, it just we found that like the 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 like a, a mother daughter relationship when daughter's a teen and like puberty and broken family, all those things lent themselves really well to like the horror genre, which we love so much. 
I'll, I'll, I'll wrap this up. <laughs> um, but uh, no, yeah, I mean, the tag on top of that is that also we, we love the, of the concept of putting it into sort of like that sitcom style, but still having it feel grounded even though we go to such crazy other worlds, but making sure that it's still within the family dynamic. It's really always about them. But we just found like somehow having that in the comedic and horror world would just be such a really fun blend. And so everything's just sort of married really well together, especially when we got them. You know, as I hear them state sitcom, I, I think about sitcoms like the Andy Griffith show. I think about sitcoms like All in the Family. You think about things from back in that era, things that were clean and wholesome and, and things that would bring families together that you could sit down and watch and, and just enjoy uh, just good, clean entertainment. But here we, we hear from these creators and how they love horror. They love the darkness. They love evil. And they think that it is something that should be made into a sitcom to sit around and watch and to laugh about. The book of Isaiah, chapter five, verse 20 reads, woe to those who call evil good and good evil, who put darkness for light and light for darkness, who put bitter for sweet and sweet for bitter. God says, woe to those who do these things that we see happening. But folks, this is the trend in society today. We see more and more people that are being drawn to the kingdom of darkness that are calling evil good and good evil. And God says, woe to those because there is a judgment that is coming. We need to be aware of these things that is taking place. Again, an animated sitcom that they try to claim that is for adults. But we all know children are drawn to animation. And certainly little children are going to to come to this. But even adults should not be entertained by things of wickedness. So I want to share now with uh, this character who plays Chrissy, who is the Antichrist. This is Lucy DeVito, the real life daughter of Danny DeVito, speaking of her character. Well, I kind of enjoy like the fact that like Chrissy's character is like really like she really has a love hate relationship with both of her parents and like that um feels very like real to me for a 13 year old girl and i love like what darcy seth and kieran have like presented as you know these scenarios where she's just trying to be um this normal you know girl like going through her you know middle school days wants friends wants to go to a party you know but then is um thwarted by you know this like this this force which is you know her father and then her mother and you know there's this like triangle happening in between that so um dealing that sort of like trying to for a girl to be like telling a story of a girl to be like i'm trying to make my own path but then um i am still being held back by um what is you know my nature and that's you know my parents and i'm trying to re you know learn like who i am through them as well and teach them all right so this is lucy devito the daughter of danny devito she plays the antichrist he plays satan and again folks troubling troubling things that we hear coming from the mouths of these people now let's hear aubrey plaza uh, one of the other main characters who's the mother who has had this child by Satan in this film, in this sitcom. And she speaks about loving Satan. I like Laura and Satan's relationship um, because Laura 
you know, she plays it really tough. She's got to be tough. The demons are coming um, at every every corner, every turn. But I think deep down inside, she loves Satan. And it's a love story um, with the family. But also, I think, you know, as the layers get peeled back, you realize, wow, they maybe they should be together. (laughs) All right, folks. So, again, troubling things that you hear. So I want to wrap up this last clip from this interview with the cast on how parents, in according to them, should embrace demons. For all the parents out there watching this, what's your best advice for loving parents who just want the best for their children, but their child happens to be a demon? (laughs) Just embrace the demon. Embrace the demon. Yeah, and, um, you know, relate to the demon as you would relate. in a, in a, as, a, as you would an angel. Uh, advice for demon yeah, parents? Yeah, for, for parents of demons. Parents of demons. Yeah. Um, you know, focus on yourself t- sometimes, you mm-hmm. know? Self-care, um, yes, it's hard to raise a demon, and there's other demons coming for your demon, but um, do some yoga, take a nap, you know, take a load <laughs> off. Focus on yourself, because if, you, if you're not good, then, then you're not going to be able to take care of your demon. Yep. And that's and that's that's the advice I give to all mothers of demons: is put on a podcast, you know, smoke a little J, and <laughs> what's gonna happen is gonna happen. You know, some people get their heads exploded and die, and it's just gonna that's life. Yeah, life. Life happens sometimes. Yeah, it's, it's unfortunate. Remember, this is the same Disney company that has created this sitcom, that also created the Mickey Mouse Clubhouse, the same Disney that brought to us Mickey Mouse and Minnie Mouse and Donald Duck. And now they have a sitcom in which the cast is encouraging parents to embrace demons. The Bible tells us in 1 John 2.18, little children, it is the last hour. And as you have heard that the Antichrist is coming, even now many Antichrists have come by which we know that it is the last hour. And folks, I believe without a doubt that we are in the last hour as we see the glorification of Satan. We see the glorification of Antichrist. We see the glorification of things that are in opposition to our great Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. We want to take a short break, but please don't go away. On the other side, we're going to come back with more concerning the sitcom Little Demons produced by Disney. Don't go away. You're tuned in to Discerning the Times. You are tuned into Discerning the Times. If you believe in what we stand for, would you consider partnering with us? Our partners program is based on Genesis 12.3. I will bless those who bless you. For a recurring donation of $12.03 per month, you can help us share the message of Discerning the Times as we await our Lord's return to Israel. For more information, please visit our website, BlessingsToIsrael.com, or write to us at Blessings to Israel, PO Box 266, Nightdale, North Carolina, 27545. Now, let's return to the conclusion of today's program. Welcome back to the program as we are today discussing the troubling series by Disney on FXX called Little Demons, in which they are glorifying Antichrist and glorifying Satan, glorifying the kingdom of darkness. Well, there are people who are speaking out about this, and one of those is Louisiana Congressman Mike Johnson. He was watching a football game 
few weeks ago and he saw the advertisement of this sitcom. And here is what he had to say concerning it on the Moon Griffin radio show. Little Demon, uh, I just, uh, Disney's Ghost Satanic, Antichrist movies right there, cartoons at that. And they said it was really for adults. But, uh, man, you, 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 you put out a post and, whoo, you got more people hit your post and actually watched it on TV. I'm taking it most of it's positive, too, for, for, uh, for Christ, not the Antichrist. Well, I don't know. It's about half and half. And, you know, I, I was compelled to do it yesterday morning. I watched that shocking ending to the LSU game like all the rest of us did. That was disturbing, you know, but I made the point that there were other disturbing things, too. And for me, the, the, the worst moment was that commercial break in the second quarter. And they played that that uh, that uh, ad, I guess, for this new uh, it's a, a cartoon moon. It's a sitcom. That's how they're labeling it, a sitcom called Little Demon. Disney owns FX, so they produced it. They're marketing that together. Disney also owns ABC, of course, which is broadcasting the game. And, you know, I was watching it with, with my kids. One of My youngest is 11, right? And a lot of kids, I mean, every kid in Louisiana watches the LSU opener, right? I mean, uh, they were, it was uh, Labor Day Eve, so there wasn't school on Monday, Sunday night, big ball game. Everybody's watching all the kids in the living room. And this ad comes up. The trailer includes these really dark images of hell and demons and satanic imagery. And then the explanation that the main character is the Antichrist. Okay, it sounds like we're making this stuff up. And so I go online to say, what in the world? I couldn't grab the remote fast enough to shield my 11-year-old, and I'm just so disturbed by it. You know, I'm wondering, you know, how many kids are exposed to that? But more importantly, how many millions more are going to tune in to watch this new series that Disney's putting out for people? So I went on Facebook and talked about it a little bit, and man, it created a firestorm. So, again, that was Louisiana Congressman Mike Johnson. He's being interviewed on the Moon Griffin radio show, and he's watching the LSU Florida State football game with his children. And right there, while he's sitting with his 11-year-old child, a commercial comes on advertising Little Demon and glorifying, again, the kingdom of darkness. Let's listen as he continues to speak on free speech. And now here's the irony, right? So I, I, I looked at the uh, the demographics and the TV ratings, right? So ABC, Disney, they, you know, on that, that broadcast of the game, there was 5.87 million total viewers on the game, they estimate. And that was the biggest audience for a college football game in a while. It dominated Sunday night ratings. But um, as of this morning, ironically, my Facebook post, a little critique of their ad, just surpassed that number and reached more than 6.3 million people. So, look, free speech is an important principle, okay? By the way, go to Rep. Mike Johnson on Facebook or Twitter. You can see all this. Look, free speech is, is important in this country. We, we value that. We fight to defend it. I was in the courts for 20 years defending free speech and religious liberty, okay? And in this country, obviously, everybody can make their own decisions about what media they and their families consume, okay? But a corollary to that is that Christians have the freedom to fulfill our biblical obligation to speak the truth in love. That's what the Bible tells us to do. And it's it's even more important to do that when that truth may not exactly be popular. So that's the point, right? We, all of us have to speak up. We're in a culture war. It's real. And we have to be very careful today not to let evil things be minimized so they gradually just become normalized in the culture. 
And folks, as the congressman said, we have freedom of speech in our nation still. We need to speak up. Believers in Christ, you need to speak up. And I would go a step further to say, even if we did not have freedom of speech, even if it did mean uh, possible prison or jail time for speaking, we still need to speak up for what's right. Because Ephesians 4.15 says, but speaking the truth in love may grow up in all things into him who is the head, which is Christ. I will make this point. I mean, for a lot of people, here's the comments are about half and half. I mean, I don't know. I haven't done the math. I've lost count. You know, there's tens of thousands of comments, but um, there's a lot of very supportive, very grateful parents and grandparents who didn't know about this and now we're going to be on warning. There's a whole bunch of people, by the way, canceling their Disney subscriptions and vacations. Okay, so Disney may feel this. Um, if enough people speak out and, and maybe that'll make them change their course of action. But, um, but there are a lot of people who got on there and tried to make excuses for this. And some of the opposing comments are, are very revealing. I mean, revealing, they, they, um, I was just reading one just a few minutes before he came on. Uh, he said, this show isn't so bad. He, and, and the quote, Satan actually comes off in some of the episodes as a really nice guy. Mm. You can kind of have empathy for him, unquote. Say what? The Bible says in 2 Corinthians eleven fourteen, for Satan himself transformed himself into an angel of light. Look, the Bible's very clear about this stuff, right? And if you are a, a Bible-believing Christian, you have no choice. You're supposed to be the salt and light. And, you know, we, we got to call this stuff for what it is. All right. So as the congressman states, we are the salt and the light. Matthew chapter 5, 13 through 14 you are the salt of the earth, but if the salt loses its flavor, how shall it be seasoned? It is then good for nothing but to be thrown out and trampled underfoot by men. You are the light of the world. A city that is set on a hill cannot be hidden. So, folks, the Bible is clear on this. We need to speak the truth of God's word. Well, I, I believe that, and I, I believe I have a responsibility. You have a giant platform. You know, God's given me a platform. You know, I'm a member of Congress, and so... If, if leaders and, and people with a platform and a voice don't speak up, then no one will, right? I mean, and look, by the way, anytime God's people speak the truth of Scripture, it's going to be offensive to some people. It has been since Jesus walked the earth. He told us it would be, right? But if we don't call this stuff out right now, our culture, this the culture of this country is going to be so completely morally desensitized that millions of people are going to lose the ability to even recognize and reject what is clearly evil. And so we got to take a stand. I concur uh, wholeheartedly with the congressman. We have to speak the truth because Jesus said, if the world hates you, you know that it hated me before it hated you. So, folks, they are going to hate us, but we must take a stand. And the Bible says there are the literal souls and millions of people are for eternity are at stake in this little debate about a, about, a, about a sitcom. This may be a factor in it, you know. So, look, what we tolerate in moderation our children excuse in excess, all right? Always remember that. Like, if we just turn the other cheek every time, we just turn and look away, there's a time to every purpose under heaven. There's a time to take a stand. We are in those times right now. It is, you are, you are required to speak the truth, and you should, regardless of the consequences. And folks, I encourage you to listen to the words of the congressman. Speak the truth. We need to take a stand. We cannot lie down because there is a major spiritual problem going on in our society right now. And Franklin Graham speaks to that so well. Our nation has a spiritual problem. 
and we need God's forgiveness. We need to repent of our sins and turn from our sins because I do believe that God's judgment will come on this nation when we read in the scripture. We see how God judged Israel time and time again when they would turn their back on him and begin to worship other gods, foreign gods, and God would bring judgment on Israel. And I believe God could bring judgment on America. And I truly believe God is bringing judgment on America. We see the glorification of wickedness because people have for so long been turning away from God. And so God is turning people over to depraved minds. And we as believers, we have to speak up. We have to pray for repentance for our nation. Because, folks, what this is doing is this is just building towards a greater and greater hostility toward Christians, a greater and greater hostility toward the church. And we witnessed that during this pandemic that we are coming out of. So in case you forgot, and I want to share with you a clip from a couple of years ago and listen at what people were saying concerning the church as we were coming through the COVID-19 pandemic. Despite a safer at home order, this live stream video of a Tampa, Florida church service has ignited outrage and that pastor now arrested. As parishioners sit in their vehicles listening to Pastor Charles Hamilton, Greenville police surround the church parking lot. Central Pastor Tony Spell has been formally charged by Central Police for violating the governor's stay at home order. Baltimore was interrupted service yesterday by police. The pastor says they didn't break any laws. The police say they aren't following the governor's order to keep gatherings to a minimum. Their goal is to put on us such onerous requirements that they're impossible for us to meet. Police posted this notice of public nuisance on the front doors of this church. Church choirs silenced. Singing has been banned at all church services in California. I received a call uh, making it very clear that we as a church were in danger if we met, that if we met again, that the church was in danger, that I personally was in danger, and that we were being watched. State and federal investigators have been called in to investigate a fire they believe was intentionally set at the First Pentecostal Church. I am told that there was a message left which said, bet you stay home now, you hypocrites. Y'all need to shut that church down! America, this is a serious moment. In just these few days, we're up to $52,000. Government, it must stop. So, folks, that should be sobering because, again, that is the mindset toward the Christian today, the believers in Jesus Christ. Society is coming more and more against us. And the more and more we allow things like little demons to to be infiltrated into the homes of our society the more and more people are going to get turned over to depraved minds the more and more people are going to be accepting the things that are evil and we can see folks that again i believe we are in the last hour because we see the conditioning that is being put out there the foundation is being laid for people to accept the antichrist to accept the mark of the beast and so jesus said when you see all these things begin to happen to look up and watch for your redemption draws near. So now is not the time for us to become afraid. Now is not the time for us to shy away. Now is the time for us to stand up and be as bold as lions and to stand for the truth, even if it cost us everything. So I hope, folks, that this message today is an encouragement to you. Don't fear. Jesus Christ is coming soon. So that is going to do it for this week as we are all out of time. But please come back and join us next week as we continue to encourage you to discern the times by viewing life through the lens of the Bible. Until then, remember to pray for the peace of Jerusalem. Bless God's great nation of Israel and to the only wise God be glory through Jesus Christ forever. Amen.
thank you for tuning in to Discerning the Times. Please come back and join us next week as we continue to encourage you to view current events through the lens of the Bible. Until next time, remember to pray for the peace of Jerusalem, bless God's great nation of Israel, and seek first the kingdom of God. Discerning the Times is presented by Blessings to Israel.